The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Hi, everyone. Um, welcome back to TBI. Carl Donnelly here. Julian Dean. Um, this is a, uh, a new episode, slightly delayed, with a comedian, podcaster. But a technical error in our production team. Three we... people have been fired. <laughs> um, basically, uh, we're joined by Michael Legg. And um, we're, we're sort of, basically for the second time, we were joined by Michael Legg a few days ago, um, but there was an issue with the recording uh, and we don't have it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we, I mean, you know, you could say Julian didn't press record or you could say there was a technical error. I you don't, say I, that. I mean, we're not, we're not blaming it, you know what I mean? No, we're There's... not blaming anyone. Uh, it's fine because we just we share it. We share the totally share responsibility. Yeah. Even though, uh, yeah, your messages to me on WhatsApp sounded like a man who'd killed someone in a hit and run (laughs) and needed a friend. You (laughs) are. We have a chat. (laughs) It was really funny, man. And the moment I saw the messages, I knew. I knew what was happening. But um, but it's fine. Michael was very. He took it very well. We found it very amusing. So we um, we got him back very quickly. Did a re-record. Quick turnaround, mate. Solution focused. Talked about totally different things. Uh, you know that that one was just it's just lost into the ether. You know, uh, but enjoy this one. Um, admin, thanks to everyone who listens. Uh, thanks to all our patrons who've signed up. Patreon.com forward slash We Are TVI. Thank you, new patrons. Discord, if you want to chat with every uh, every, oh, there's patron threads on there for chat, and there's um, there's just normal. I actually went chat. straight on Discord when I realised I hadn't recorded it. <laughs> You've not been on Discord advice. the whole time. I've been like, oh, get on it, mate. It's good fun. Everyone's just chatting about stuff. And you're like, uh, the moment there's a problem, you're on there. Just like help. <laughs> you know what? I did try to go on there, but you know, it sends you an author, author, author code. Yeah. It just took about two days, and I also I could I could I've only I've had like three hours kip. I can't even like, think. But um, um, authorization—that's the—that's a word, isn't it? Um, and it just took out, so I couldn't get on it. But then I got on it, yeah. And yeah, uh, it's nice. Everyone's having a laugh on there, chatting about stuff, recommending stuff. Nice, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's good fun. So they and they for they got yeah basically sign up to the Discord. You'll get exclusives like when we forget to press record um, Carl doesn't know. yeah yeah basically julian's on there just telling secrets behind my back <laughs> <laughs> sign up now behind Carl's back on the forum <laughs> uh anyway but that's it that's all the admin done um kick back and listen to us relax having a nice chat with michael Enjoy. Yeah, I'm alright, bro. 
Um, is that verbal permission? I'm recording. Yeah, I think I've, I've recorded. And I've mine says recording in the top left-hand right. corner. I've got I'm recording it. as well. We're all and recording. Michael, you can record. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I am recording. Oh, right, all, you, you know what? We're all recording. Um, welcome right. back to TVI. The, some uh, of the listeners record as well, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, basically, welcome back. Uh, we're joined uh, by returning guests. Michael Legg. Re- regular guest. Regular <laughs> guest. Two in a week, mate. You're the only, t- only guest yeah. to ever do it. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Well, do you know what? Here's the thing. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know what the next hour is going to be like, but I do know that that hour that uh, Julian very much wanted to keep for himself, and I don't blame him. Got um, on a secret file. Yeah, yeah. That's... Um, I mean, it was so good that this is... I mean, I feel we're already in the shadow of that hour yeah, yeah, that yeah. we spent together. Yeah. And it's not going to be good, but... It's um, like the second rest... album, isn't it? Oh, yeah. this is going to... This is, yeah, of the Stone Roses, not of... <laughs> not of anything good or anything. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah. Oasis' second album was arguably better, wasn't it? Uh, um, yeah, I wouldn't argue deeply, though, because... It doesn't matter. Have a heated <laughs> argument. No, no. We sure, just, just sure. Have it. Turning into a fisty. Basically, can we quickly explain it for anyone who doesn't follow us on social media. We recorded an episode on Thursday, was it? And um, well, basically, we, we recorded. Well, it. We, yeah, basically, um, as I was in quarantine, my and the Wi-Fi was bad. I was on my phone, so Julian had the reins. I had one the, job. You had literally one job, and that was to press record on Zoom. <laughs> And uh, right. Julian did not do that. So we, we basically just had a Skype chat with Michael Legg. So an nice. And, and do you know what? It was lovely. It was lovely <laughs> it was for lovely. me. We had a lovely catch-up. Yeah, but, um, yeah it but was then at really, the end, really, really nice. Yeah, I mean, we'll quickly just... We won't talk about any of these things again, but we talked about... We asked you where you were on 9-11. Uh, we talked about a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah. None yeah, I absolutely cleared Flying any guilt that you thought yeah. I might have had. You finally uh, put to bed the rumours. Yeah. But yeah. you're not going to do that. <laughs> the now. word on the street. Yeah, sure. Just that, fake that news, sort of, guys. That dark cloud that's sort of hung over you for 20 yeah. years almost. Um, but anyway, so we're back. We're back. This time we've all we've all hit record. Um, mm. We've taken I've, the full I'm responsibility recording. off Julian. He's not allowed it anymore. <laughs> it's it's So technically I could put this podcast out before you did. If I got my yeah, shit together absolutely. at the end of this, you I could, could, I could put it into the all sorts just... of horrible shit as well. You could do whatever you want yeah, with this recording. Yeah. <laughs> we could yeah, do just, full rights. Just, just you constantly <laughs> saying 9-11. Just... <laughs> Conspiracy, 911 yeah. conspiracy. Yeah. Can I just quickly uh, tell you what happened as well? Because what after we finished sure. recording, it was nighttime for me, obviously. It was bedtime. Uh, I got into mm. bed straight away. Um, and then I woke up maybe six hours later and I saw a series of messages from Julian. None of them said what he'd done, right? <laughs> what they all said. <laughs> the first one you know said... What? I, I waited, hey, I couldn't. Like... Oh, mate, I could tell. And I, the moment I saw them, I was like, he didn't record it. I know it. Because the first one said, are you still up? Julian's never <laughs> messaged me saying, are you still up? That's not... Slipping in your DM. Yeah, exactly. That's not what you said. Um, and then there was like, uh, the second one was, are you around for a quick chat? And I was like, mate, come on, just tell me you've not recorded it, right? And the third one was very similar. <laughs> You're around for a quick chat. It's a really yeah. serious thing to say. And uh, and then, so I, I knew. Was really, that... I was re- it really, it really I could tell. Me. Like, the panic came through I think through I made it bigger message. than it was, though. Like, I was really, yeah. like... 
Anyway, but then, and also, I then checked our Discord channel where our listeners and patrons and stuff discuss stuff and Mm -hmm. spotted that Julian had gone on and told them before he'd told me. So, all right. Well, well, I, it was definitely two days after we recorded that he told me. Yeah, I, um, so it was, yeah, it was quite a wait. The next day as well, I saw Michael's tweet about it. And I'm like, and I knew then, but I, st- I retweeted it. It's good PR. Sure, and sure. <laughs> I just... Oh, God. Um, oh, no. But, um, so anyway, yeah, the, was, dis- um... the Discord um, forum had some good advice. They said, just pretend it was released. We'll all talk about it. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was excellent. Um, yeah. I mean, we're all sort of living in a make-believe world at the moment anyway so why not just add a few exactly. more things into yes. this pile was so that's what happened everyone's up to speed uh it's lost mm. in the ether i checked every iCloud place it could i might Same have head. accidentally recorded it even though that is impossible as if that happened <laughs> but um yeah the yeah. only thing that was left was fi- <laughs> a five second clip of me saying I have recorded it. <laughs> That's I hit record. Yeah, I hit record yeah. and then oh, said yeah. that. Unbelievable. The one thing you recorded was you saying the one thing you didn't do. Yes, yeah, exactly. That's amazing. A lie. Um, but anyway, yeah. we're back. <laughs> we're back. I am now in not in quarantine. I'm out of quarantine. I'm in Melbourne <laughs> at my in-laws. Um, so welcome back, Michael Leg. And also, it does sort of work oh. out better because I have now actual internet connection and a microphone rather than my phone. Yeah. So you know, it's the well, this it's is a good the, move I did. It was yeah. You're it, was, it was for the best. Um, what have you been mm. up to since we last saw you, Michael Leg? Well, see, um, I don't really want to go over the the hilarious subjects that we went over uh, last time, but but one of them is looming large. I'm afraid. Um, if if you remember, uh, listeners, you might remember this from last time. <laughs> um, yeah. Last yeah, if you happen to be walking past any of our houses <laughs> and you overheard. <laughs> um, you might remember that I very much consider myself uh, the lord of um, Deliveroo. I, yes. you know, I, uh, I, I, I still feel the shock uh, of, of, paying 30 quid for six donuts yeah. uh doesn't it, it doesn't it's it, i don't uh, that shock isn't justified because i i got someone to bring me yeah. donuts so whatever price that is then you have to pay it because you're yeah, yeah. a fucking idiot that it's worth 300 quid, isn't it? donuts yeah. being brought to you so yeah so um but now um i don't know how mad you've gone during lockdown but i've gone quite mad uh and at the weekend what i do is um and you may want to wrap up the podcast in, in a minute uh what i like to do <laughs> i like to i'm not like you carl i don't go to a foreign country i like to pretend i'm in a foreign country oh, no. that's what i do uh this weekend for instance i'm in italy yeah, that's not really a foreign country they're, oh. they're, they're, they're still quite local <laughs> Oh, and I think you realise how badly yeah. travelled Julian is. <laughs> he does think yeah. of it as a foreign country. <laughs> and then complains to Thompson. Well, that bloody brothel wasn't very good. <laughs> um, well, no, I've, uh, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in Italy this week, which means um, I'm only eating Italian food. Right. And I've got some, I've got some, uh, I've got wine in. 
That's Italian, right? Yeah, cool. yeah. I yeah, spent, it's, it's Italian I spent wine. A, sure, sure. Oh, well, we'll get to that in a minute because, uh, well, fuck it, we'll get to it now. I sometimes can't tell the difference between France and Italy. I get the two of them confused. I do it all the time. Right. I don't know why. Sometimes I think, like, like I sometimes think Paris is in Italy. I mean, that's, I don't know why I have. The, it's yeah. not. It's not even a little bit in Italy. It's I get the two countries confused, and that's why yesterday I went. Do you know what? It's Italy weekend. I'm going to treat myself to some nice Chardonnay. <laughs> right. So <laughs> treat myself to a nice old bag of baguettes. And a, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and nice and a nice string of garlic. onions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so like an idiot, uh, I've got Chardonnay in for Italy weekend. And, and by the way, it's Australian Chardonnay, just a oh, yeah. show I mean, incredibly how stupid I'm not I am. A wine, I'm not a wine lover, but I do like a new right. world, uh, I like a, a nice crisp new world white wine. So, oh, yeah. sure. Me too, yeah. me too. Yeah. Me too. But, I, but, but yesterday I was listening to uh, opera all day. Uh, if you... Um, it's quite a disappointing. I didn't know Oprah was Italian. She Italian. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there we go. And, and that's topical. That's what I like about that. That is true. Uh, yeah. Is it, yeah. Is that is. That... Is it on today? Is that? I think correct? it's on today. Yeah. Yeah. What well, Oprah and the Royals? Oprah and, Oprah uh, and... X Royals. Uh, yeah. Um, and to the be- the betrayers of our great nation. Keep out of the limelight. <laughs> they left it, didn't they? <laughs> um... Yeah. I, uh, just get two new members. That's what bands do. Get just yeah, fucking yeah, replace yeah. them. Just get another another. It's funny if they pedos. started to do That's that, like a couple of new pedos, <laughs> like the Sugar Babes, where they end up being a whole new family by within um, two years. Can I just ask about this Italy weekend? Right, sure. So this sure. is something. Have you been doing this throughout lockdown? Uh, no, I'd say maybe for the last four weekends, I've been okay. to foreign countries for the weekend. What other countries have you been to? Uh, uh, the first one I went to, I went to Spain, first of all. Of course. Oh, oh, I guess the second, uh, actually coming to think of it, it's only been three weekends. And the second weekend, I didn't go to a foreign country. I went to a rock festival. So I, yeah, I, exactly. <laughs> <Some> ketamine. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I just overcharged for everything. Ordered a portaloo for your garden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I shat in the garden and um, <laughs> uh, and I had a terrible time. You know, so oh, it was just like uh, a proper festival where I made like really, you know, like high quality shit food, like yeah, yeah, chocolate yeah, yeah. chili and stuff like that. You know, um, uh, Spain. Uh, I can't what did really you remember have what the, Sp- the Spain one, like tapas and tapas. stuff like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Tapas. You're right. That's ex- yeah. Yeah. And it was good. It's good. Spain's lovely at this time of year if you get the chance. Um, uh, and if you don't get the chance, make it. Just make it up in your mad head. But here's the thing. It's very disappointing um, using Amazon Music. Uh, I've never used Amazon Music before, yeah. but it's it's become part of my going away weekend. Wow. And um, um, because I've got, you know, one of those Echo. Alexas. Right. Yeah, Echo. Yeah. And, and it's, my Alexa just piped up. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, uh, it, it, it's right in my living room, so therefore, you know, I can, you know, say play music, blah, blah. It's just handy. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. But it's quite disappointing because it is very, it's a very populist uh, sort of form of, of, of getting your music. So if you say, yes. hey, play some indie, they'll play Coldplay. 
It's like mm. right. You, right hang on, you say because I, I don't have any of these speak to the thing and it does it things. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. probably why. <laughs> so I don't know what they're called. Why? <laughs> a butler. Um, I, thought you, I thought you were married. Yeah. But I. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> but I didn't know you could just say play some India. I thought you had to be specific and ask it to play something. You can, you can be specific and you can be very general. Last night I you said... Tr- um, no one would trust a-, a speaker to pick the correct you song. Can, you can say, like, you could say play porn sounds and it would. Oh, I mean, I guess, sure. But that is quite specific, specific <laughs> to be honest. I suppose. Yeah. say the word. So avert. So avert. Is that, is that not on anyway? Um, <laughs> Julian's, that's in Julian's head yeah. 24 hours a day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? Like last night, I, I went, I'm going to be classy. I'll have Opron. Yeah. And I said, um, I said, Alexa, which is probably going to wake yours up now. Alexa, play some Pavarotti. And the first track Alexa played was a duet between Pavarotti yeah. and Mariah and Mariah Carey. Oh, I mean, that's come on. disappointing. No, it's, it's not. Yeah. yeah. You think... Yeah, I mean, that's not That's not good. They they don't complement one another. And I'm telling the, you now. Because yeah, that doesn't make sense it, to me for the algorithm. Because surely... You'd think it would just go... It would just play it safe, go for the most popular song of that artist, which is Ness and Dorma. Oh, oh no, it? no, it doesn't... It, it doesn't just go for Ness and Dorma. It goes for forty versions of Ness and Dorma oh. because once I figured out, I went, "This is that when a hero comes along song with Mariah Carey, but somehow goes." <laughs> That's happening. But, well, I've heard enough of that. It's appalling. Next song, Ness and Dorma, more like it. Next song after that, Ness and Dorma, not as good as the first one. Third one. Ness and Dorma. I'm starting to have panic attacks about a fucking World Cup that I never watched. <laughs> I was going to say, at which point would the neighbours think, I think he's dead. He's killed himself. And this, this is some weird sort of decision he made just before the end. I'm going to put that on repeat and do myself in. It's a, it's a very dramatic yeah, suicide. <laughs> I don't know. He's putting on some opera and he's just ending it all. Yeah, no, I don't I don't think they would mind. I think um, I'll, I'll see See, Michael's being dramatic again. <laughs> Do you get on with your neighbours? Yeah, I think so. It's hard to tell, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. I mean, are you in I've a WhatsApp a ne- group with your neighbours? Um, no, I'm in an email group, which I'll be honest with you, I, I, I'm very much read only. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't really contribute. Okay, here's here's something I can tell you about our street. Um, and it's really, really good. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I live in Lewisham. Lewisham is quite a tough part of London. Drugs, gangs, and very much uh, my street is very much part of the drugs and gang culture. Yeah. In as much as someone left an abandoned fridge in our street. I live in a little cul-de-sac. There's only about 20 houses. And everyone's going, I can't believe someone's just left a fridge in our street. And everyone got very upset about the fridge in the street. And then one night, one of the neighbours, about one in the morning, for no reason, just decided to look out her bedroom window. And that's when she saw someone walk down the street, this little cul-de-sac, got to the fridge, opened the fridge door, put something inside the... Right? (laughs) (laughs) Helped himself, he had the munchies. Um, Put something in the fridge, closed the fridge door, picked up the fridge and put it downwards so that the door was on the ground. And then walked away. That is... Then about... Right, then half an hour later... A totally different person comes along, 
picks up the fridge, <laughs> opens it up, and takes something out. What? And, and this went on for weeks. Really? We, I mean, everyone really got into it. Everyone was like, okay, it's about one. Are we all out? No one wanted to stop it happening because it was so what? mad. Yeah, well, like, well, there's no one wanted no, to go and check it once it right. once the person walked away. Like, there's no, no ran down. There's no, yeah, there's no fridge episode of The Wire. What if you, you know, found like little love letters and it was just a beautiful romance story? I mean, that well, I that would be really, really nice. Uh, eventually, uh, a neighbor did look inside the fridge during the day. Just say, just see if there's anything like in there that we could probably, you know, that we should be aware of. And she looked in it. Uh, one of my other neighbors said, said to her, uh, should we really be doing this? And then my neighbor, who is uh, a lawyer, just went, oh, yes, he said. And she's been, you know, you, you trust lawyers, right? Everyone trusts a lawyer. Yeah, and she knows that she's doing. And, and, and my other neighbor's going, well, I hope there's not nothing horrible in there. Uh, and she meant drugs. Yeah. And then, and then my neighbor, who's a lawyer, just goes, yeah, I know what you mean, because... Uh, my mum found a fridge uh, in an alley behind her house once, and there was a pair of legs in it. Oh, right, right. So, someone skipping but, leg day. Right. So, so, <laughs> got to keep them. I mean, if you're going to cut your legs off, keep them fresh. That's what I say. Um, uh, and anyway, she opens it, and it was just full of rotting food. Oh, so weirdly, God. these what people was... are putting their drugs in amongst like, rotting right. food. I was delicious, vegan, so yeah. I didn't mind. Spanish result. <laughs> there must be easier ways to yeah. pass drugs between two people than lifting a fridge up every time. And it's so it's a terrible technique. Is what I'm stupid. Saying. Yeah, it's <laughs> in, it's in, really in view, in view stupid. Of, in a cul-de-sac where all the houses are aimed at the fridge. Imagine you run your daily like you've got a couple of bags of skunk. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. yeah just, Go to Lewisham, down this cul-de-sac. There's an upturned fridge. It's quite heavy. The, the, the drug fridge has been used for, I'd say, like nearly a year, and it's only just disappeared. Like this really? week, just vanished. Yeah. That is, yeah. Some other drug gang heard about the fridge. We'll go, we're taking the fucking fridge. <laughs> These bloody rival fridge drug gangs. Um, You've lived in Lewisham for years, haven't you? Mm. Oh, yeah. well, Steve Gribben lives there as well, doesn't he? Yeah, Steve Gribben lives here. He was he. Uh, uh, I mean, you can't blame him for this fridge drug nonsense. Oh, just if that's, putting, if that's the road you were going there, we're working right, it out. No, just no, trust me. Notes on the wall, Gribben. <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah, just picture a Gribben in the middle, just there. Yeah, he nothing and else. Just picture a cut out of a fridge. <laughs> 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 yeah no uh yeah he does uh live around here. there used to be quite um a lot of comedians uh down here but you know like the circuit itself you know you never see them anymore i, I know Lewis, i know lewisham very well so you you don't know it from like 20 years ago no you weren't there then were you yeah i was here 20 oh. years ago yeah mm. do you remember the little play park inside the shopping center no. That might have been more but than then, 20 years ago, actually. But then I've no reason to even know that there's a play park in a... I was just testing I don't mean... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what did you mean a play park inside a shopping... What shopping centre? It's a really cool... It was a really... In Lewisham's shopping centre. I was actually in Lewisham Police Station for a whole day. Oh, to, I to can imagine. Day. 
Is this because she kept looking at the kids' play area? Yeah, like... She just misunderstood. That's why he was asking yeah, about she... it. He needs an alibi. Yeah. yeah. Um, what, so Can what you hand... be a witness for me? You know, what, so I, what do you mean a, play, what, a kids' play park? Yeah, like in the shopping centre. It had like a, I always remember the camel. It's just stuff to climb on. Okay. Camel, right. hippo, do you know where it's, like it's got? Amazing kids like climbing frames is inside Qatar Airport in uh, not Qatar in Doha in Qatar. Um, it's mm. they've got like these massive like sort of thirty foot high slides like in an airport. Area. Yeah, but it's hard. It's like it looked like it was made of like cast iron because <laughs> health and safety oh regulations God. are slightly more lax in the Middle East, as we all know. Um, well, I, I think South East London has got quite a good caliber of shit shopping centers like do you know oh I mean? yeah i mean lucian shops shopping lucian centers. Lucian used to be the main one though when yeah. i was a kid that was catford, the one we'd the one at catford with the big cat outside yeah like, it, yeah know, that's horrible yes yeah, all right i mean in terms of west like west london <laughs> way like south southwest london hasn't really got many shit ones west london that um that one at hammersmith is dog shit have you ever been to there no it's crap like you know oh, you the, a... the station is in yeah <laughs> yeah oh you're there oh yeah 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 is that does that count as a shopping center i guess it does it does and there's just another about. one over the road it's even just equally as dog shit like it's a that's weird... more like a commuter place though isn't it like a prep stuff like that yeah but, yeah, but here's the th- here's what i have to i have to chip in here and defend the catford center here for a moment although i do think it is shit so it's not a great defense <laughs> I'll, 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 don't have me as your Your lawyer is what I'm saying. (laughs) 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 But it's got, it's got an art house cinema, which of course is meaningless right now. But I, I would go to the art house cinema to be artsy fartsy because I'm an artsy fartsy kind of guy. But then afterwards on my own, I have to add, I would go to the pub next door for a pint because the pub was so terrifying. I felt that I could get more of a buzz from that one pint yeah, yeah, yeah. of just sitting there being scared for what twenty minutes, twenty five minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought that you know, I thought I thought I felt if I had a pint and I get out of here without being thumped. That's, I mean, that's up there with like you know, I love, I love things like that. I used to be drawn mm. to things like that. I used to go to yeah. the audience in Woolwich, and there was always a fight. A hundred percent of the time, the bouncer mm. nutted someone once, and it was just so fun. It's, it, <laughs> in two yeah. in Broadway, where I dangerous. Got, there, there, there used to be mm. like there was a run of pubs where basically the rough pubs, and if people got barred from one, then they're drinking the next one, and it all ended at one pub. But it was like the sort of it was almost impossible to get barred from it. Like, <clears throat> like somebody right. hit me over the back of the pole queue once, and didn't even get asked oh. to leave. Like I've got that as well. I've got a little scar on the top of my head from a pool cue. Yeah, but, like, but they didn't even get asked to leave the pub. It was just like a sort of just totally just laughed off. Like they, they, Aaron, they, come on, yeah. leave it yeah. out. And uh, Jack Beards, which was the one before that, was my mate once set a fire extinguisher off in in in, in one of our faces for a laugh, just pissed. Thought I'm gonna set a fire extinguisher off in someone's face. I'll do it on Back one of my him. friends, and it was one of them CO2 like powder ones. Yeah, so yeah. It like it. The whole pub basically was fumigated, uh, and wow. again, didn't even get asked to leave. They were like, I oh, did that in college, in computer college, yeah. and got expelled for setting yeah. a fire. <laughs> so, but sh- as you probably should, you know what I mean. My mate set off in a pub, know, and yeah. everyone just carried on drinking like nothing had happened. I was saying, I think it was. Oh yeah. On old, I used to go to Old Kent Road 
like when I was like 17 or whatever, I went into, and I was on the dance floor, obviously, you know what I mean, dancing. <laughs> and, um, and there was a guy dancing next to me and a pint glass <laughs> comes sailing and just spanked him straight in his face. Oh man. Oh God. That Do you know the worst, I mean, no, no hang on. Uh, no, not the worst. Rhythm, the, you know I mean? the best pub fight I've ever seen was actually in Edinburgh during the festival. Uh, it was me and Colin Holt. We were in a bar and it was ram-packed and it was loud. Uh, uh, and, and it was probably about two or three in the morning. Me and Colin Holt, who Colin is a comedian and, you know, and an actor and, and really brilliant. Neither of us, I think it's fair to say, are very good at fighting. But we get our pints and we stand in the only available space in this entire bar, which is a corner. And we are sort of like stuck in this corner. There are people like inches away from us. And there we are, just stuck in the corner, drinking a pint. And a fight breaks out between these two guys. And they're really properly thumping <laughs> each other in the face. Their fists are flung, but their fists are like maybe four inches away from our faces. It does and make we, you wince, doesn't it? Like it's, see, it's you, really you can hear the slap of a punch. Oh, it's so it does, it horrible. Does slap. It's a slapping sound. <laughs> yeah. People think like it's, a, yeah. it's like a, a Western film where it's like, yeah, yeah. And it's not at all. It, no. is, it yeah. sounds like you've just been slapped in the face. Well, it, it, it's, it's what it is. It's pounding meat. That's yeah, yeah, what yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. But, but there we are. And, and we we have not had a discussion. This has gone off too quickly for Colin and I to have a plan. But I think we both know we're going to get hit because there's nowhere for us to go. So we just see fists flying and we just prepare. It's one oh, of right. those moments where I, I remember just... Say, like, right, you just got stuck in you just There's smashed no, the glass no, turned to Colin like, make it count mate Colin it's time to get into character again right he, he does a karate character doesn't he, he used to right? <laughs> well he didn't that night I can tell you that, <laughs> that he, getting, so he did a person getting punched in the face here. character yeah. <laughs> yeah he was doing yeah, he was doing that character really character. well we're about to get punched. The fists are flying and we just prepared ourselves. And the very second that I thought, this is it, I'm going to get punched. That is when Hunter from Gladiators just turned up out of nowhere, grabbed one, threw them out the fucking door. Grabbed, right, grabbed, grabbed another and slammed him to the floor. We're yeah. like, what the fuck just happened? Are you ready for this? Hunter turned to us and just went, Jaeger bombs? No. Damn fucking right, that Jaeger is, bombs. That is excellent. What a hero. Oh, I um, no, What no. year was that? I remember the year that Hunter from Gladiators was in Edinburgh. It was about two, could, could have been 2011, I yeah, think. Yeah, for some reason I remember him just, it was that one of them things mm. where, you know, there's been years when there's been like so, like famous mm. actors, like Hollywood actors knocking around. But I remember the yeah. excitement of hearing. Was rocking around, weren't you? Who was that? J.K. Rowling. Oh, she's always yeah, but I mean, I mean, I remember yeah. like I remember what's his name? Was it Ashton Kutcher or one of them was in the Loft Bar once? Right. But like, um, I remember the year that Hunter was there. That that was like it was like such a yeah. big thing. I saw Hunter. Do you know Hunter from Gladiators in town? Yeah, it's, like, it's fucking mad, isn't it? That that's the sort of yeah. the nostalgia well, we, had a Jaeger, we have. Yeah, we had a Jaeger bomb with him, and then um, and he said, um, "Oh, I saw you. T I saw you two in a show because he, we, Colin and I were in a musical together that year uh, in Edinburgh." And he'd been to see the musical. So we were sort of like, this is all planned out really <laughs> well for us. And, and when we're on a high from being 
let's face it, rescued yeah. by Hunter. Saved. Uh, and he and well, then he and then he and then he gave us Jaeger bombs. Then he just ruined it all by going, uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm gonna play at the moment with Abby Titmus. I'll get That's you free tickets. Why he was in town. Do you know why I now remember this uh whole event? Yeah. It's cause um I, a, a good friend of mine almost had sex with Abby Titmus. Like it was almost. Well, almost. It was a late night. They left together. It was on, and then it was a last minute. No, sort of. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but no, it was a last minute sort of like. I met her a few times in Edinburgh. Mm. Um, she was very nice. I remember me, I did a I did a chat show with her. Like we both guested. I didn't. Like, we didn't do a month show together. <laughs> me and Abby Titmus did right. the old Carl and Abby show. But <laughs> what a great year that was. Yeah, um, yeah she was lovely. Classic times. Yeah, yeah sure. Um, I don't do think show, uh, didn't you do don't think show? I want to see her in a play though. With um Christian Slater, Michael, no? Did no, I, I didn't. No. Christian Slater did do one did, uh, um, did do a business. play. That's right, yeah, he did. He did. I thought you you Phil Nickel and no. someone else did a show with an actor, like it was for famous actors. Is that not right? No. Oh. I think you're mixing it. I've done a show with Robin Ince. Is Maybe he a I'm mixing actor? you up with Robert De Niro yeah, yeah, yeah. again. Yeah, sure. sure yeah. Yeah. Robin Ince yeah. and, um, and Jean-Claude Van Damme did that show together. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, um, why is that? That every year in Edinburgh there's always uh, someone that you sort of look at and go, why are you here? Do you know what I mean? There's always that some weird no, 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 actor doing something. The vibe, right? Fucking hell! <laughs> but I'm, I'm yes, like that. Yeah. I'm like that. I'm like that with the audience, though. Why yeah, the yeah, fuck yeah. are you here? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and ninety-five percent of comedians. But Joffrey sure, uh, sure. was there last time I was there from uh, Game of Thrones, bowling around, wasn't he? Has he given up acting? Is he the one that just decided it wasn't? He just was done with it and thought he'd go back to uni and do stuff. I like. I love it when an actor just goes. Ah, oh, this is bollocks it's like when comedians quit i've got a lot of respect for good like one like good comedians that just go this is nonsense what am i doing with my yeah. life <laughs> like, do you remember lee bannard great comedian yeah, he was yeah. good. just quit just was like yeah. what am i talking he goes he had a job he quite liked and he just was sick yeah. of driving his ford puma that many miles and i remember he was just like i'm quitting and i remember doing that i did his last ever gig with him and he was, it was brilliant comedian, but I just, I really respected the fact that he just went, I'm done with this. These, all these arseholes, I'm out. Yeah. I, I was, uh, I, I gigged with, um, I don't know if you remember, uh, Jamie Matheson. Uh, do you know him? I Stand know up. Name. Uh, yeah. I, I, I gigged with him on his last gig, and it was one of those, like, he clearly hated being a stand up. He was a good stand up, but he hated being a stand up. Yeah. And, at his last gig, at the very end of the set, which, you know, went perfectly fine and all that stuff, he just went, uh, well, thanks, everyone. Uh, I'm just going to go now. Before I do, do you mind if I do something a bit self-indulgent? Oh, and he takes his watch off. You know, that stand-up comedian's watch. You know uh, that watch? That all the August one, the vibrate. Yeah, the, the ones that vibrated. He put it on the ground, got a hammer, and no. smashed the fuck out of it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I know. Every part of me was gone. I hope whatever you do goes really well because 
that watch will need mending. It's funny if he came back in a few weeks. <laughs> yeah, just he's on the scraping forum again. Anyone got an old one of them watches? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. what, um, set six minutes for gonna start doing the yeah. open mic. Um, but he no, he ended up being you know writing films and uh, and he's written a few episodes of Doctor Who. You know, so he's done all right. He's done fair enough. That's, uh, he's done all right. Let's not worry about old Jamie. What would you do on your last gig if you decided to bin it off? Oh, I would, I'd do the same. I mean, I'd get my watch off, then get a hammer out, and I'll just kill myself. <laughs> just by repeatedly <laughs> smashing my own head in. Take your watch off, put it on the floor, and just smash the hammer into your face. <laughs> yeah, because you don't want to get blood on those watches. Exactly. I, mean, yeah. you know I, mean, I want somebody to be like, make sure somebody gets the watch after in working order. Sure. <laughs> um, I yeah, I'd be interested to know. If, I don't. I I genuinely don't think I'd tell him. I just. Or, or would oh, you? Yeah. Why, I mean, what? No, you couldn't I just mean, do your set. You? I'd find it impossible no. to do my set, knowing in my head that this is the last time I'm ever doing it. Yeah, because I think you'd just you'd sort of end up skiving, wouldn't you? Well, because you sort of do it. Like, it's the last one. The last be day careful. of Edinburgh, you, you never do your I show. Just try normally, different, like, like just. Don't say anything yeah. for five minutes in your set or just something like <laughs> Just die <laughs> hard for the last ever just gig. Die as yeah. hard as you can. <laughs> mm. um, yeah. You that 20 minutes. <laughs> nothing, just stand there. Yeah. I've listened, have you ever, because you, 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 um, I don't, not so much, I, I don't think anymore, but you used to host a lot, Michael. I remember. You oh, know, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. But, um, you must have seen, so I, from hosting, I've seen, I've seen open spots do gigs that I think that's got to be their last one. I don't think they're ever coming back from that. Do you know well, when you well, see an open spot th- die so hard? And yeah. it's just like, that's a, that's a, that's a mentally that's can, a killer of their career. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you about an open spot I did see. And I thought, I didn't think they're going to go nowhere. I didn't think that. <laughs> I just thought, ha 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 ha. What a fucking stupid fucking idiot. And this. <laughs> That'd be so funny if right. that's the only thing they heard in the room. <laughs> Just when you, no, when you they walk off stage and you walk back on, that's what you're saying. <laughs> what a fucking idiot. <laughs> um, it, was, it was at the Birmingham Glee, right? I introduced this open spot on. He goes on. He does really well. I, I'm, I'm off to the side of the stage gone, fuck me, he's really, really yeah. fucking good. And really properly funny. And then he wraps up his set. And he can't find the way off the stage, oh, and it God. was re- it was just really embarrassing and clumsy. Absolute killer. Like, uh, and it was Romish Ranganathan. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I'm. I don't know if I've said it on here before, but I think one of the harshest heckles I've ever seen to an open spot, and they weren't. I'm not going to name them because they're not an open spot. I mean, they, they've they're not really a circuit comic. But then they knock around and they've sort of been around for years, but they did a 10 at the... Do you know when you see one of, the, one of those comics that is sort of... They do other things and that, but they're not really circuity. And then they do like a 10 at yeah. like a store or the Glee and you're just like, oh, this is not going to go well. Um, this person, <laughs> it was a lovely night, Birmingham Glee. Everyone's smashing the shits out of it. And then this person went on and just... Just it yeah. was just not <clears throat> happening. Like it was really tepid. 
you're getting the odd titter here and there but like the noticeable difference between how it sounded when they were on stage to the rest of the show was so vast and it was more it was a case of us all at the back of the room going like fuck this is really dragging that he needs to probably just wrap it up quick time and he didn't and he just kept going it got to about nine minutes and then some you just heard somebody and this was this killed the set it was the end of the set because he's lost it uh somebody just went oh fucking hell mate you are boring like that <laughs> it's just like oh, shit. like it was it was like they didn't shout it they just said just it honest like, and from the heart isn't just it when said they're... it at like proper That's, conversation just... volume and then he, yeah. he then tried to sort of dig him out and win it oh don't don't like, don't don't, it was like, don't, no, don't he's literally that person spoke for the room and it was just like that's yeah. game over mate you're like, just leave Go on. I remember. I remember introducing oh. um, uh, an, an open spot at um, Jonglers Camden, and this is definitely. It is, you know, there are rookie mistakes, and then there are rookie fuck ups that are, that will yeah. haunt you. I have not seen this comedian since. It's not Romish this time. I I have not seen this comedian since. I can't quite remember his name, but his name was something like Andrew Paul. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah, two yeah. first names, and. It was his. It was his time. So I was up on the stage, just going, "Ladies and gentlemen, it's Paul Andrew." So I got the two names yeah. mixed up, right? He walks on stage, just goes, "I'm not Paul fucking Andrew, fucking idiot. I'm Andrew oh, Paul. Oh, Jesus wow. Christ!" And are you ready for this? One guy in the audience just went, "No, we want to see Paul Andrew." And then other people go, "Where's Paul Andrew?" And he, oh no. <laughs> Everyone's going, fuck off, bring Paul Andrew on. Oh, man. And it serves him right. That, though, it like, serves him right. Right. But also, he's wrong. now forever, he's yeah. thinking you're <laughs> for what you yeah. did to him. Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah, no, exactly. He he absolutely, when he, when he got such, you, you fucking ruined that for me. No, I don't think I did. You've got don't to just, really I mean, the amount of times that my name's been said wrong, you just got to, you just got to laugh yeah. it off and make a joke. Like, it's right. not like, and is it Joe Ball? Yeah, Joe Ball's got the best, isn't it? Joe Ball. Um, because his name is two one-syllable names, like yeah. Just if somebody's going to get it wrong, it's quite an easy one just to have a guess to make the sounds. You know, when the competitor does like mm. give it up for like you know, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> you can just sort of do it over the noise and just hope that they, the act doesn't notice. But Joe Bohr heard a compare clearly forget his name and introduced him as Dim Bar. <laughs> like, just, just sort of the sound of a name. You know I mean? Dim bar. Do you know? I tell you. Do you know I'm my really favourite ever to. open spot uh, death? <laughs> so, the most heroic open yes! spot death I've ever seen was, uh, and he won't mind me saying this, uh, but it was Luke McQueen. Oh, good. Right when right. he was uh, like, I just started comparing for Jonglers, and I was mm. comparing Jonglers Battersea. And Luke was doing a five-minute open spot, and I was at the back of the room. I introduced him, went to the back of the room with Julia, uh, um, who used to book it, and Graham, the sound guy, uh, who now does the sound at the store. And um, Luke McQueen went on to do five minutes, and he ended up doing uh, 28 minutes. That's the first thing I'll tell you. Oh. Uh, he died. Yeah. yeah for maybe 24 over the 28. Like, he basically just mm. nosedived and wouldn't come off stage. He was getting lit. Graham was going mad. And then it got to the point where every sort of five or seven or eight, whatever minutes of death, 
he would do something about how bad he was doing that got a really big laugh. Yeah. The audience were like, got mm-hmm. into this idea that it's really funny to watch this person just mm-hmm. drive this gig into the ground and flat out refuse to leave. And like, it just carried on and on. At about 20 minutes, he just he, he just stood there. He looked so sad. And he just went, oh, God, yeah. God. He goes, guys, look, does anyone want to start a band? <laughs> and, uh, oh. and, and at that point, me and Julia <laughs> and Graham were just crying, laughing at the back at just how oh, funny this God. was. And then he, that got, is funny. he got people up on stage and just, you know, there was no way of starting a band. There was no oh, instruments. Oh, so he just had people on God, stage oh, talking God. about what they were going to do. And he ended up, yeah, he did like 28 minutes, came off. And it was so, such a funny death that what he'd committed to, that like, there was no anger about it. Like, just I just walked on and sort of said, give it up for Luke McQueen there doing his five-minute open spot. Massive laugh, round of applause. Like, they, okay, the audience, great. Like, really, the audience loved it in the end for how... Yeah! Sort of, oh, it, was, it was so funny. It was a real... I don't it, really die well. Like, some acts die well, don't they? Like, Luke, yeah. obviously. Which is weird. Like... You, thought, you think you'd have learnt by now. <laughs> 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 All your practice, mate. You should be one of the best in the business. <laughs> um, no, I, it is, I, I mean, I, I can. Um, I, I try. I just try and recover it, but keep in what I'm doing. Do you know what I mean? Just try yeah, and just yeah. relentlessly go at it. But I, I can either yeah. die quite gracefully and just sort of suck it up and just you know wrap up early and just walk away, or yeah, I can really drive it into the ground. I've, you know, there's that's a Tony Law kind of... always dies quite well, doesn't he? Like when I've seen him, like Tony struggle. Law. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Like he'll, I mean... he'll just go hard. Whatever they don't like, he'll do more of that, <laughs> and it just, <laughs> just be louder and more um, surreal. Tom Rigglesworth, one of the best dyers in the business. Like in the, the couple of times it's ever happened, when I've sort of witnessed it, he will take that ship down with him, mate. Like properly. You know, he right. doesn't give a fuck <clears throat> who's on after him and what the, the, the fact they've mm. got to do a gig. He's going to sink I mean, that ship. For, for for a very long time, if I saw Paul Foote, he was so funny when he died. Oh, I bet he died I was, well as well. Yeah, yeah, he died really well. But it'd be disappointing if he didn't die. Be like, oh, that's a shame. He yeah, was just really yeah, funny. Yeah. He just went with it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but when he died, it was just <laughs> glorious. Absolutely yes. beautiful, I'd say. I yeah. saw Kitson once struggling. It was like up the creek, like on a Sunday, but it was like really, like everyone was just really tired and he just wouldn't let go of it. People <laughs> were leaving, so he jumped off stage and he followed them to the door. And like, yeah. it was just it was funny. It was really good to watch, but um, I was just like, I was so tired. Yeah. I was like, come on. I did them when I was quite new. I, I became resident host of the 99 Club Wheat Sheaf in uh, Oxford Circus. Ooh. And oh, Paul yeah. Foote was the resident headliner. And I mean, I was really new. And it basically where I learned how to compare. Like, it was a weekly Saturday right. night gig. And uh, the, and basically, yeah, it was weird. For for about four months at one point, they um, uh, they basically had me, Joe Wilkinson, and Paul Foote just as residents every single Saturday. That was the show. Wow. <laughs> now, obviously, it was built not around a returning mm. customer idea. Um, and it was, it was amazing. It was that thing of watching... I got to watch Paul Foot week in, week out. Just and it was totally, you know, one week he would totally take the room to pieces and like people would just fall in love with this eccentric yeah. lunatic. And there was times when it was tourists going, What what why are we in a pub attic? 
with this man <laughs> like you know it was I was amazing Joe, and Joe Wilkinson was just you know he was one of them he was, Joe was one of the funniest people when you're a new act together oh, because incredible I've never known a comedian hate yeah. doing hate like he hated everything about being a comedian I've yeah. never known anyone be so happy when a gig gets cancelled when you're that new at comedy when you're desperate oh, for stage I don't time. know new, I really do like I always still love that yeah not Especially when you're in you open spot home. surely now like now if, if we get a, a last minute cancellation I was always so nervous mm-hmm. like it would be a ma- the relief would be bigger than right. the disappointment like, yeah like yeah it was nice one of the greatest moments in my comedy my glittering comedy career and I I don't think I think if everything was to end tomorrow and I mean the world I would like to think this would be my last memory because it was probably as happy as I'm ever going to be as a comedian. And I had um, I had 12 dates booked in, in uh, I think it was Cambridge. And it was uh, for, for Christmas. And it was Whoa. 400 quid a gig. And this is 10 years ago, right? 400 quid a gig for, for 10 nights, 10, 12 nights, I think it was. And... Um, uh, I'm totally relying now on this month of gigs because, you know, it's 400 quid a night. And um, the day on the day of my first one of the run, the promoter rings me up and just goes, hey, Michael Lixon, I've got some bad news for you. Um, we're going to have to pull all but one of those gigs. And I'm like, Right. So the anger is starting to rise, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm, I I want to hear the explanation first. Right? Yeah, I, I, I've, 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 I've made a big mistake because I, I was doing two shows a night and there's not really enough audience even really for one show a night. So I've had to, a big there was supposed, there was supposed to be two compares and you know, the, the, the rest of the acts, you know, sort of like, uh, where there was the same bill if on both games. I'm like, right. I'm like, so what about the other compo? Why wouldn't I like do six and that compare to a six? Well, I, I just spoke to him about it and it, it turns out tomorrow night, he actually can't do it anyway. So I thought, well, you just do that one and then he can do the other 11. And I was like, right. And he went, I mean, obviously tomorrow night, I'll pay you cash for all 12. I'm like, yeah, fine. And he went, no, I know it's disappointing for me too. No, it's not disappointing in the slide. (laughs) It is. I don't think I've ever been as happy in my life. That is. I mean, when he gave me that money and I was on a train on the way back, I was basically stuffing that cash into my pants. I just was in. This Making is the it happiest. rain on the train. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, that is, yeah. this, I mean, those moments. We, me, really, just before you joined the Zoom, me and Julian were talking about corporate gigs, like about yeah. how I did. I didn't do it. wasn't a corporate. This morning on Zoom, I did a a private birthday party. I did a gig at someone's birthday party, and it was on Zoom. Dressed as a clown. <laughs> <laughs> it was six years old. It was a terrible gig. <laughs> no, um, yeah. uh, basically. It was they, they were it was so it was nighttime Saturday night in London morning in Melbourne and um but we were talking about uh, corporates and stuff and basically I remember my favorite ever corporate moment was I did one that I was really nervous about uh and they had to cancel it well not basically what happened is um do you remember what, I think it was like the beast from the east one of them storms that happened that shut everything down sure 
So, yeah. and it was, but it was a couple of weeks before the day, and they basically made the decision. They were like, "Look, we can't really ask our staff to come to this because there was people traveling from different offices just out of town." Mm. So they were like, "So what we're going to do is we're going to have to delay it, like you know, for a month or so." And I was like, in my head, I was like, "It's absolutely fine. It gives me another month to not stress about it and just leave it in the diary. I'm still right. doing it." And then uh, they managed. They went, "Oh, we'll pay you half a fee for the, the cancellation." So I got, and it was a good corporate fee. Right. So I got paid half the fee to not do it, but then the full fee to do it a month later. And it was just like that doesn't make any sense yeah. to me. Why not? Do, why didn't they Love start them. with? Are you okay to move the date? That wasn't even like a question yeah, they yeah. raised. They went straight in for right. Can we move it to right. next month and we'll pay you half for this? <laughs> like if they'd not left, if they'd have left off the bit about paying me the half, they would have saved themselves a lot of money. <laughs> Yeah, well, no this sense. is what this is exactly what I thought about my, you know, I was actually giving him a chance to go, you know, you can give me six gigs and give the other compare six yeah, gigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, and it, I mean, I haven't thought about it too deeply because I'll be honest with you, it was so beautiful and moving. <laughs> it was so moving that when, you know, at the end of that one, and I'll be honest with you, terrible gig. Yeah. Uh, for him to hand me that money in one go. Unbelievable. This is... It is beautiful, moments like that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> mm. Do you know the flip side of that, I think? The most disappointing moments in comedy are when... And it doesn't happen so much anymore. When you when you sort of stop doing the sorts of gigs it would happen to. But mm. do you remember the feeling of going getting to a gig that is utter dog shit looking and there's, there's mm. four people in the audience... And they yeah. say, "Oh, we think we're going to have to pull it." And you're, and you've already made your, oh, I'm fine. all right. I'm going to go, going to go home. I'm yeah, food. I'm going to watch this thing. Oh, and then, okay. and then, like two people walk in. It takes it up to six, and the promoter goes, "Oh, we might as well." And you're just like, "Oh yeah," you're sat there just thinking that is, I was, I've already made so many plans for tonight now in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got it all planned out, and some yeah. you've got to and go you, on to six people. Your brain is already on a train absolutely on the way it's yeah exactly and you you can't shift back into gig mode you just can't no. do it yeah so you go on yeah, with I'm, this total dis, yeah. dis, disdain for the fact that you've got to do a gig mm. yeah <laughs> oh, and the worst thing that you can do to a small audience is be upset with them because they're the ones who have come <laughs> it's everyone else you should be angry with totally. yeah, of course exactly. that 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 is meaningless when you're there because they're cunts yeah. Those yeah, six yeah, yeah. decent people are cunts. cunts. They're fucking vermin. And do you know what? If I saw them trying to get into our British shores, I'd have them shot in their boats. Now, please don't edit that to make it sound badly. I, I am talking about comedy audiences. Yes. That's all I'm talking about. Okay. Um, I, um, I think we should wrap it up shortly, mainly for the fact that I'm getting really tired. Um <laughs> I had, to get, I had to get up at 6am to do this gig because it was, basically I had to do it at 7.30am Melbourne time for 8.30 in the UK. So I've been up what to 6. What time is it there now? Now it's uh, it's uh, 7 minutes to 11pm. So I've been up for a, a lot of hours. Oh, you went swimming in the sea? I did. I went in the sea today, which is, I wasn't yeah. going to say it because I don't want people to feel jealous, but um, I went. Well, the rest of us are here in lockdown. <laughs> Sitting in our own Gallivanting shit. around the world. <laughs> Yeah. I mean that Michael's in Italy this weekend. I'm in Italy. Oh, yeah, yes, yeah. fair. I'm in it. Yeah, I've got a bloody lasagna uh, in the oven right now. Yeah. yeah. And where are you, where are you going to go next weekend? What's your country of choice? Have you thought about going uh, uh, sort of off piece a bit and going I've, Eastern Europe? No, or I've, already, 
I've already got a plan. I'm going to Northern Ireland. That means I'm basically speaking to my family, but cooking <laughs> a load of really greasy food as well. Oh, um, and yeah. what would be the drink of choice for Northern Ireland? Um, I probably uh, will have some Guinness just for the... Lo- oh, I'll definitely have Bushmills whiskey. Right. Because uh, Bushmills whiskey is beautiful. And um, I'll probably listen to some flute band music and uh, and berate myself for being Catholic. Yeah, that's probably a good plan. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I've got, I've got to go to it. I, I think I don't know if I mentioned it on the last recording, but I've got to, I made a promise to uh, somebody that I would go to church and pray for them, and it was a guy who oh, checked yeah, me nice. and my wife and daughter onto our flight in London because I basically there was a mistake on the tickets. And uh, and it looked like we weren't going to get on the plane, and it was all like it was it was devastating. We genuinely thought up to every up to we'd already had a flight cancelled, we'd been diverted, everything, and suddenly it was like this is fucked, but it's not happening now. And then this guy called Amit um, just decided to just take it upon himself to sort it. So he was on the phone to like every, he was just on he was a bit for forty five minutes he was on phone calls sorting our journey out, and he was amazing. But it was wow. also quite wow. a. Uh, quite he kept he kept dropping in some jesus references when he was talking to us sure and then uh, basically at the end i was like mate i can't thank you enough and he just went i want you to pray for me i want you to go to just promise me you'll go to a church and pray for me so just now said, fuck off. <laughs> after all that, I go, fuck off you god botherer just get on my flight you're a fucking weirdo <laughs> formal complaint your stuff's trying yeah. to evangelize what a push religion on I- I can't wait for you to go to that church, pray. Jesus will appear in front of you going, listen, I don't even know that guy. Yeah, guy. <laughs> Mate, that guy he is mentions me to dessert. everyone, honestly. <laughs> hey, um, so I've, I've got a, I've got a date with a Melbourne Cathedral in a couple of days. I'm going to go up, oh, that'd down, be nice, though, say a couple of prayers for him, and then uh, yeah. off I go. Nice. Do you uh, did you grow up in in, in a churchy sort of environment? Uh, Catholic, yeah, Irish Catholic. But um, oh, okay. But my dad never really gave a shit. You know, he really sort of phoned it in. Mm. Uh, my mum, uh, Protestant, was, we call that. <laughs> yeah. But my mum yeah. uh, was, and is still into. It. She's a real Catholic. She she used to go like right. sometimes she'd go to mass every morning. But um, I was mm. they they were very chilled about it. At about the age of eleven. They sort of said, you don't have to come to Mass of Us anymore if you don't want. You can do your own thing. So I was never, it was never too pushed on me. But when I was mm-hmm. very young, I had to go to Mass. And then I was at Catholic school oh, yeah. until I was 18. So I, we used to have Mass at school. So yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. But I do like, I really like it. I like them. Um, I really like churches. So I normally go to Melbourne sure. Cathedral when I'm in town. Just like if I'm walking past, I'll pop in for 10 minutes and have a little sit down. Well, when when I go home to Northern Ireland, I do go to uh, Mass because, you know what, my mum sings in the choir. So I'm mm. not going to diss her at her own gig. I'm going to go along, support, you know. Yeah. Nice. It's not, I think there's it's, something nice about, I don't know, yeah, even like if you're not a prayer, you know, you, there's something nice about just sitting there and having a nice, quiet think in a religious I like building. a church. I like a little pray, to be honest. Yeah. There's um in my uh, local church in my hometown, the one that you know the, the church I will go to. What's nice about going there and having a little moment to oneself is that um, one of the pews, uh, my grandfather carved his name into it, like something like 1931 or something like that. I think the year is. Well, it's amazing just to see 
Owen Dorian, 1931. He went, oh, wow. wow, you were a little prick, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, how old would he have been when he did it? Like, what was, was he yeah, a kid? Probably like, probably 15, something like that. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. You'd think they'd have yeah. sanded, it, sanded yeah. it and given it a lick of varnish since then. Well, I mean, my, um, there's there's apparently uh, there's a list of um, of people who want pews from this church should, should the pews ever go, oh. and my family have have her name down for this one pew because my you know my grandfather <laughs> vandalised it, <laughs> yeah, so it's ours. Um, right uh, before we wrap up, we should probably do a quick debrief of and what do we reckon? What was the what was the what was the better one of the two? The one that's lost or this one? Um, there was there was a lot less donut talk. Less donuts. Maybe that's no nine eleven. Um, I think yeah. yeah. I think this one was a bit lighter. Although I don't know. What's if a bit said, lighter? I don't think I don't know if we said the c word on the other one. No. Did so, we say no. it on this one? There's a couple. I oh, said yeah. one. Michael said one. Yeah. yeah. Cunt. That's there we go. go. We've got the full set. The You're holy trinity of cunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this one. I think yeah. this one was better personally i mean it wasn't but i mean you can edit me out saying that i mean the other one was fucking amazing absolutely amazing um, yeah there was okay. a car we'll chase in the it. last one <laughs> a sex scene uh, yeah, we all really knocked one good. out at the end just on camera. <laughs> um, no, I think they, they were both fun. lovely. They were both lovely, um, but this one yes. is available, so it works better as a podcast. <laughs> I, I mean, let, let's let's not cancel. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. People can listen. To, you've got a new podcast out. You remember the admin we did last time? It was great. Oh this yeah, time. yeah. That's um, some good admin last time. It was time. great. This time, I think we'll keep mm. it. We'll, it will be slicker. We really got a bit bogged down yeah. last time. What really uh, what's bogged the down? New podcast it? called. I have got a new podcast. I, I do a po- uh, It's a it's a comedy panel show podcast that I do with uh, Dan Mersh and Paul Litchfield, and it's called Famous for Fifteen Quid. And basically, we. We slag off celebrities who go on the celebrity greetings websites, such as Cameo and stuff like that. That's basically what we do. We belittle people who are just trying to earn a little bit of money during (laughs) During a time when it's difficult. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. that's what we do. Excellent. Yeah. Um, So people can find that online uh, and they can find you on all the social medias. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, Come on then. Thanks to our listeners. Thanks to our patrons. Um, thanks to everyone who signed up to Discord, who found out about the lost episode before I did because I was asleep. Um, <laughs> so that's it. That's the end of the podcast. Uh, thanks, Michael, for joining us. It's been really fun. Hey, uh, lots of fun again, guys. Thank uh, you. Thanks, Michael. <laughs> 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 